Sup, fucker? Sup, Haas? Man, episode six, I believe. Is this six already? Yeah, man, we're we're getting into Philip Rivers territory with these episodes. We might we're gonna yeah, we're not yeah. we're not at Antonio Cromartie or DMX level yet, but you know, we need yeah. a few more a few more women for that. Um, yeah, and by that <laughs> we're talking about kids. Um, for those of you that don't know, DMX had fifteen kids. Cromartie had a uh, fourteen nine before uh, his vasectomy. I think he had fourteen uh, altogether, though. I, all I know is. He literally, uh, he had a surgery, so he couldn't have any more kids. And then right after that, he had twins. Um, so, you know, go figure, go figure. So, yeah, definitely Philip Rivers. Um, I guess we haven't introduced ourselves except on the first episode. So I know we're getting very big in Ohio. So th- I'm Riley and this is Dale. Uh, this is a podcast yep, yep. for intellectuals, any, any sports fans. We talk about anything. Uh, this is actually technically our second sober podcast. And when I say technically, it's because we're both on our first drink. So it'll end up not being the second sober podcast. But right now we're sober. So uh, I, guess, I guess that counts. I mean, define sober, though, you know? So, I mean. It's true, man. I don't know. I'm high on life. Well, what else is new? Uh, what'd you end up doing today, Hoss? Uh, not much. Uh, played a little tennis, kicked my friend's ass. Um, oh, then I started watching. What's that? Oh shit, tennis. Yeah. yeah What's your no, serve like, bro? Uh, it's about a hundred miles per hour, but it's uh straight in the net, or it's about ten feet over the entire square. The serve is terrible. Um, but you know that's not that's not my whole game. You know. I actually got pretty good at tennis. Uh, when I was living in Hawaii, because you could just play it every day. And yeah. it's fucking, it's good ass exercise. Um, it is. It is. Only I if you're playing against someone that's good, though. Well, I originally, I remember I went to, in seventh grade, I got into it. So I actually, my grandpa actually played college tennis, which is not to brag, but I got it in my jeans. Is that the grandfather that has like the long ponytail, kind of looks like a porn star? So that one? Well, yeah, he used to have. So I imagine back then he did. Yeah, he, he sort of looks like Hulk Hogan. So. I think it would have been in the 60s or 70s. So, yeah, he would have uh, yeah, he would have had a long-ass ponytail. So, if you're picturing it now, it's like a mix. He looks like Ron Jeremy now because he's a little heavier. But yeah, he yeah. looks a little – like, back in the day, he looked more like Hulk Hogan. So, it's like a mix of Ron Jeremy and Hulk Hogan. Hell, yeah. So, does he have the handlebar or does he just have the yeah, mustache? Yeah. You got – he – I think he only has a month. He's had a handlebar. I know that for sure. <laughs> okay. That was this whole Kogan days, right? Yeah. He looks like Hulk Hogan. And he's like really tan. So. Yeah. He, Excessively like he looks, tan. He, he looks. Well, he looks like Hulk Hogan, except he's like five, six. So. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> That's where he gets the Ron germ. You know, I'll tell you what. Your grandmother. Lucky lad. Uh, lucky lad. Lassie. Lucky Lassie. Well, you know what's crazy is she's actually older than him. So, yeah. Oh, cougar, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, cougar. I think she's like three or four years older than him. Which that, yeah. Hey, you know what? You know, Age you know, is just a number. Uh, you know, fuck it. You know, cougar. A little cougar action never hurt anyone. Yeah, I remember I was playing. I started getting into it, like, because I stopped playing baseball, like, fifth and sixth grade. So I started in the summer. You're like, all right, you got to find a shit to do. I did, like, track when I was in Florida, I did tennis summer camp and I had like no skills, but I was just fast. So you can almost right. make up for 
your serve's going to suck dick, but you can make up for lack of talent with just athleticism. And if you can yeah. get to, if you can get to every ball, you can win a few hands. But I just remember, I don't think not called hands, but sets, whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean uh, that's kind of what. <laughs> I mean, I kind of get away with it too because my buddy that I play with, he's the most unathletic person I know. Yeah. Um, so I just keep it in play, and uh, eventually, you know, he's gonna make some kind of. Dude, he does this thing where he double hits it and it rolls on his racket and it spikes it down. Kind of. I don't. I've never seen. <laughs> Anything like it? I don't think it's legal. Um, that's like a double got me hit. One time. I'm pretty sure that's like a double hit. But it like just it rolls though. It's not. It, it can't. It, it can't hit the racket twice. It like hits the racket once, but then he like tries to quickly kind of jolt his hand down, and it kind of just rolls on the racket and then curves down. See, and that's like a that's like a poor man's top spin, which is not doing it correctly. No. That, that's a double hit, dude. You should call him out on it next time. Well, I mean, we're not, we're not on that level yet, okay? Um, you know. But, but back, yeah. back to seventh grade uh, tennis camp, I remember – so I was playing – I was actually beating people because I was just more athletic. That being said, I was beating people that were probably, like, two years younger than me. But I feel Doesn't like – Doesn't matter. Doesn't but matter. I feel like they've been play- – they, they had, like, the equipment. I had, like, a tennis racket from Target, dude. So, like, they yeah. had, like – so I was beating people, and then I remember – like they would set us up in tournaments and I got to the final and there was a girl that was like eighth grade and I hadn't seen her really. I don't, she must've been the coach's daughter or something. Like she didn't, I didn't see her play anybody. Like she wasn't actually in the camp. I think they were just like, like, all right, let's see how he does against her. Dude just fucking destroyed me. Like I didn't oh, get, I didn't get, I didn't get anything on her. <laughs> she just, because I couldn't hit her serve, just <laughs> fucking. And if I hit it back, she would just put top spin on it. So like you, you like you know like how you judge like a pop up and shit. That's sort of like how you do it in tennis. And I didn't know where to stand or anything either. So you're just getting destroyed. That's just when you're going through puberty. Like you're how old are you when you're seventh grade? Like twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Dude, you're just getting owned by a girl. Like I was Whoa. so much more athletic than her, but she just knew all the form. And she was like a, she looked like a horse girl. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like a weird, like, you know what I'm like talking about? Gr- teeth? What are you saying? Horse, like the girls that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck teeth. But yeah, she probably had buck teeth. But like, you know, like the girls that like would ride horses in school. Like, you know, like in our, at our high school, they had like the. Right. Yeah. Those kind of girls that are like weird. It's basically just a weird girl. Um, but she equestrian. was. Yeah, equestrian. We have a lot of equestrian fans over in Ohio that would not like that uh, that tone that you take. Right no, now. I just got my ass whooped by an unathletic girl. Well, I guess you have to be athletic, but she was on a scale like a guy versus a girl. Not to be sexist, but this is going to sound sexist. I mean, I should have been if I if I would have had a year training, I would have whooped her ass. But I mean, I would right. I was at like week two at this point. It was only like a two week yeah. camp, so yeah. But, no. Then I started doing it in Hawaii. I would do it all the time. And I actually learned, like, I, would, I was pretty, like, lame, and I would look up, like, YouTube videos on how to, like, correctly do a serve and, like, looking at serve points. Dude, my serve, I haven't played in a long time, but my serve was pretty fucking badass. Yeah, no, my serve is trash, but I understand how to put spin on the ball. Yeah. And so, you know, whenever you slice it, you can tell. Mm-hmm. You can tell. You're, you're an athlete. You can tell. My buddy... Has no idea. Every time, it makes a different sound. It floats, you know, like 
you can tell it every time he's waiting there like five five yards back just waiting for it to bounce towards him and then it just dies on him and he's like looking like an idiot just kind of like slicing in the wind um it's great it's great i love tennis is fun it's this low-key a really fun sport and i like those kind of sports where you're like on your own where you're like come on you fucker like you like you cuss at yourself because there's no one else to cuss at i also love like if there's a close shot i've always actually like really good sports like like that that was that was in dude i'm I'm too honest (laughs) i don't know if you're like that at all are you you trying to edge the game well so with the tennis we play the the doubles court because you know we're not that good they make it in the singles court oh shit and then then we play like you know if it's within like a few inches if it's too close to call just call it's in oh so you're playing off of like the doubles rule you weren't like going you weren't serving from one side to the other no i was but you know like the out of bounds oh you're playing out of bounds Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 anywhere that's blue like the dark areas of the court, that's if it hits that or the line, it's in. Have you ever played doubles? It's pretty fun because you can always just be like, "Come on, man!" Like he's, I always just give my other partner shit if I'm losing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a good sport. Um, it's a lot of fun. That helps. Really good exercise. Oh yeah, but you can right. tell you can tell how you like the pros get all those injuries because you're just twisting and turning your elbows and your knees. That's fucking up your joints in that sport yeah no it's a fun sport nah but, fuck uh, tennis no you know what no, you know what fuck tennis dude <laughs> hey is tonight the night that we we discuss the legend of coach cook we can uh but i wanted to go into my day before you know i asked you about your day you didn't ask me about mine but... oh dude i'm sorry uh how was, <laughs> how was your day i could uh scale to <laughs> Well, I had to fucking work today. So, yeah. I mean, word of advice, unless you're uh, involved in it, like professional sports, if you have to work on a Sunday, fucking quit. Fuck that yeah. shit. Find a new job. You should be yeah, actively Sundays. looking Should be actively looking for a new job if you have to ever work a Sunday, ever. Fuck that shit. Sundays. It's the yeah, day of the Lord. It's the resting day. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I used to work for Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Lord's Chicken. Day of the Lord, God bless the Lord. Uh, but I mean, I have to at work. I'm not going to explain exactly what I do, but it involves sometimes driving. And I was just thinking, I'm like, I'm in my thoughts when I'm driving. I'm just like by myself. And yeah, that's a scary place. It is. It, I mean, it can be scary, but it can be fun. Like I, I can crack myself up all the time. Uh, I have a thing if I'm driving. I, for some reason thing that comes in my head is like, i'll just sing like suck my dick and lick my ass i don't know why that I always like i'll just sing that out loud yeah, yeah. and it just no, makes yeah, me happy yeah. you know what i'll yeah. also throw in a little like i'll be like suck my dick and lick my uh, butt cheeks <laughs> uh, uh, butt cheeks uh, uh. butt cheeks is an underrated word I, I do like saying butt cheeks don't say it too much don't say butt cheeks too much but butt cheeks right he rolls off the front of his plural, not not singular. Make sure it's no, not. No, no, your butt singular. cheeks. There's two of them. Um, it could right. be three if you do have some kind of cancer, which I mean, you should probably look into mm-hmm. that. But like I was saying, I was on the road at a certain point today, and I was noticing, uh, you know, like when people get like the fucking memorials of someone that 
passed away on the back of their car. Yeah. It's like the dumbest fucking thing I can like ever imagine. Like, and how dumb of a fucking memorial for a person to put it on you, like your fucking 2006 Chevy Malibu. I'm sure that person is really glad that that you're putting their those angel wings and RIP. I, mean, I don't know. That's tough, man. I, I don't know. I think everyone has the right, you know. I'm not saying you don't have the right. Go ahead and do it. My opinion is it looks fucking stupid. And do you really think that dead person like is like, hell yeah, dude, put that on your fucking 03 Caprice with the dents. It's never on a nice car. Have you ever noticed that? Have you ever seen one of those girls on a nice car? So maybe it's on their old car. Maybe after they passed away, this person inherited their car and they feel like, like, you know that song? I drive your truck. (laughs) Maybe he's got the sticker in the wings I always, on the back. I always like that song because I just driver's side window. I just think about that. I love you. Isn't that by like Lee Bryce? Yeah, dude. I always think about that, and it's like just thinking of it, some drunk guy with a southern accent, just like tearing up, like dropping his truck. Yeah, he's dropping like his a, truck, man. He's dropping like a thing of shine underneath the underneath the driver's side yeah. uh, seat. So you know what else? You, what else about work? Um, yeah, what else did you do today? Um, literally just worked. Uh, yeah. I did interact with somebody that was born in 1934, which is pretty pretty old, in my opinion. You said 1934? Yeah, they were born in 1934. Did I? Uh, dude, I don't know if I ever told you. Uh, speaking of old people. Uh, also, 1930- before, before we switch up, I don't know if he was vaccinated or anything. I do live right. in areas where you don't well, know, let's... but uh, we both no masked, handshaked, got fucking, we're in it, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I might've killed this dude. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have to go back on this episode. If we hear, if I look up and hear this guy uh, did pass away, but. <laughs> well, according to a lot of people, you could be a carrier, even though you're asymptomatic. Um, not uh, sure if there's any research actually done. I don't think there has been. I think it's just all theory. Uh, but yeah, dude. Hey, good on you. Speaking of uh, the vaccine and all that shit, you see uh, in 12 months, there's going to be a third. Yeah, dose. Was that Pfizer? Yeah. 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 I think that's, I, uh, I think that's why uh, we might've got blocked off Twitter. We're Twitter bad boys. Right. I, I responded to that and said, but Dollar, dollar, dollar for big pharma. I yeah, think we, I no. think, I think we got suspended for leading for misleading the public, which right. we don't have that many followers. So I don't know how we're misleading the public, yeah, but just a couple you know thousand, a couple um, million, dude. Yeah, no, I actually, uh, so I'm actually a close friend with a Pfizer pharmacist, so I'll have to ask her and just be like, hey, what's this bullshit about? I got to get another vaccine shot. I thought it was two and done. Now you're telling me three and done. Uh, we're just gonna be like this forever. Yeah. Fuck this shit, dude. Yeah. No. Very depressing. Well, I mean, first you gotta work all day, and then you find out you have to get another fucking vaccine shot within well, twelve months. I started work. Here, dude. I started work with our Twitter account still being suspended, so I couldn't even talk about it. So yeah. I, I'm a working man, man. Couldn't fucking express blue your collar. Uh, opinions. Blue collar. <laughs> it's colors don't run. Don't tread on me. Don't Speaking of Twitter, me. though, um, 
what do you, what do you think about uh brett phillips getting booed uh well i shouldn't even say booed uh what, what would you call it the yankees getting cussed out getting cussed out by the yankees fans huh you know what's even fucking better at the end of that video he's waving at him and he liked the tweet so that's a it bigger really. that's a bigger fuck you to that person yeah, no, uh, Brett Phillips is a great guy. And the Yankees fans obviously aren't that very – aren't on the same level. Um, after the Rays swept them today, uh, they were yelling, fuck you, as Brett Phillips took a bow and uh, just said, you know, hey, have they're a great sour, day. They're big sour pusses. Like, how many fucking titles do you fuckers need? Also, yeah. most of these fuckers, it's like the same shit with the Cowboys. They were like, yeah. Fuck you, fucking suckers. Uh, you know, like those everybody, like the people that like the Yankees are the same fuckers that like the Cowboys. They like Duke. They like whoever, whoever LeBron's on. <laughs> yeah, no, I have a friend that told me his favorite teams were the Dodgers. Uh, he said the Browns. Um, but this guy's old enough to remember Jim Brown and Ernie Davis playing. Uh, and I forget what else he said. But I was just like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's the problem is the so the public uh can do whatever they want to these superstar athletes. And as soon as that athlete makes a mistake, everyone jumps on them. I saw a video today of I think it was Joey Votto. Remember Joey Votto? Remember that guy? Yeah, he's on the Reds. Yeah. Um, I remember I saw a video today where this guy, you know, he's like getting ready to go out there, he's doing his pre-swings, and some guy goes up to him, he's like, Hey, I remember when you were good. <laughs> Joey Votto stuff. Hey, I remember when you were thin. And uh, I don't know. It, it's no matter what he says, he, he can't really respond. Because right? you know he wants to say fuck you yeah. to that fan. Honestly, yeah. He probably could. What They make so much money where he'd probably get like a $5,000 fine and be worth it. If I, I was know. if I was like in a clubhouse, and we, especially if you're like Dodgers, Yankees, like you're making, you have like the highest payroll in the league. You guys, I would like be like, all right, so every week we'll put like a thousand dollars each into a pot for uh, fines and suspension fines and everything like that. Like we'll be the baddest yeah. motherfuckers. Like a cuss jar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's a well? The, only if you're making big bucks, like a thousand dollars to someone that just got called up. Not that's you need that thousand dollars. Yeah. That's yeah, like no. the disparity in like pay in the MLB is fucking crazy. It takes like with the arbitration shit and everything else, it takes so long for you to even make like great money. Yeah, no, you actually have to be legit because um, you're under team control for six years, right? You have three years of uh, what do they call it? Just I don't even Arbitra- know. What they call well, it. you have the three call up years or whatever. And this is yeah. This is all I know just based off of MLB the show. But yeah, you get three years where you can just call someone up, and then after that, yeah. if you send them down, they go through waivers. And then after that, after those three years, they still, depending on how much time you have in the MLB, they have arbitration years. Which have you ever heard about like the fucking arbitration hearings where the yeah. owner, the, the owners and GM and the agent will like, it's basically like a trial. Where the GM yeah. will be like, this is why he's shitty. Like, the whole thing is like, he's shitty. This is why. They're, they're always trying to give them less. Yeah. No, that happened uh, to the Rays, uh, Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, I think G-Man Choi, who is the first baseman 
for the Riz. He basically wanted like something stupid. Like he just wanted like 1.5 million. And the Rays, and these numbers aren't accurate. I'm just saying in my head. Uh, the, the Rays were like, no, we think you're worth about 900,000. You know, the Rays trying That's to such a, And then you're just ruining the morale of that player. Like, all right, well, I'm not going to ever fucking sign with this team after this arbitration shit because they don't think yeah. of me the way I think of myself. And then you'll have the team, like all the teams go through this dumb fucking arbitration shit and they'll still spend retarded money on players like Fernando Tatis and they'll give them like 15 year contracts worth like half a billion dollars, which obviously he's a great player, but I'm saying like they're willing to spend that much money and then they're willing to lowball all those right. other players. So the arbitration is actually put in place though to help teams like the Rays be competitive with a low budget. But you know, because they can't compete with the Yankees, uh almost said Red Sox. Uh, I mean, almost said Redskins. The Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers. Oh, we're we're going to we're gonna have everybody. to bleep that one off. You mean the, you mean the uh, football team? <laughs> I'm talking about the baseball team. The Red Sox, the Yankees, Dodgers, they have. No, but you said Redskins. You know, we're going to have to uh, bleep. Oh, I'll have to bleep out me saying Redskins again. The football yeah. team. It's, it's the football team now, dude. My bad, dude. Washington football team. <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. No, it's to keep that in place but it's also a way for the other owners just to be greedy as shit and then you look at like the triple it like any minor league contract now that being said they most likely make more than me still like there's some like single a contracts that are just they're only working for they're working for nine months out of the year and they're making like 30k so they have to get like other jobs which i guess back in the day they used to have to do that but still yeah now, um, so the Rays signed uh, this guy, Vado Brujan. Um, he's like top five prospect, I think, at this point. He's, I got he's him on the Cubs. You got him on the Cubs? All right, so you know <laughs> exactly a, what I'm talking about. He was about. in my Kyle Schwar- I traded Kyle Schwarber to him, and he was part of the package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's a legitimate prospect at this point in his career. Uh, the Rays signed him as an international free agent. You know how they have, like, I think it was Julio Urias – Signed with the Dodgers for three point something million dollars yeah. back in the day. Vado Bruhan, uh, it was like ten thousand dollars. Like out of the Dominican Republic, the Rays are like, "Hey, you want to sign with us? Here's ten thousand. And he was, I guess, he was like, "You know what? I've never seen that much money before in my life. Let me take it." And no, you, you know, think it, we could get if we sign? Do you think we could sign him for fifteen thousand dollars? Or 11, maybe even 11000 to be the third Mike on uh, Swamp Ass? Um, we could sure as hell try. <laughs> maybe, well, if he has a Twitter or Instagram, we'll be like, hey, we'll match. And we have, we have Bennies, I guess. And the yeah. Bennies will be uh, to, to be determined. But there'll be some Bennies. Maybe the Rays can't get, come up. What's this, Vital Brujun? A Bruhan, I think Bruhan? it's how you pronounce it. Sorry. Uh, B-R-U-J-A-N. He's a second baseman. Yeah, second baseman. He's, He's an infielder. infielder. Yeah. 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 Um, no, yeah. Dude, $10,000. Hey, I, w- with that being said, though, if Dude, any team... You get more signing bonuses for some positions in the military. <laughs> yeah, but with that being said, if... So, if any team was like, hey... uh you know what, here's $5,000. Uh, you want to come out to tryouts for us? And uh, we have your, they're like, hell yeah, dude. I'll see you on Monday, you know? Yeah. Let me, uh, 
Let me sign on the dollar. Well, I imagine my five thousand. Thank you. Let's keep it going. If he's accepting a ten thousand dollar deal, I imagine he didn't have a good agent or any agent. I feel oh. like that. I feel like that should be sort of illegal because you're going to someone that's not familiar. He might have. I mean, I'm just saying he could have been, but he's not familiar with how their contract system is set up, and then they're just fuck. They're just fucking him. Right. And, and with that being said, um, being that he's from the Dominican, uh, there's a good chance he doesn't speak English. And I wonder if there's an interpretation uh, issue there, because this was like five, six years ago. And let's be honest, uh, MLB probably has ways of uh, getting around that kind of, you know. Dude, MLB is shady as fuck. Especially so they could be like, well, we did the deal in the Dominican, so we didn't have to follow the American Mm-hmm. rules or something yeah i could see that um and then you know him ten thousand dollars usd is probably like sixty thousand of dominican dollars whatever those are or they might even use american dollars i have no idea but you know good for him hopefully he makes it here soon and uh he makes a little bit more than that ten thousand because he definitely deserves that all right well you earlier mentioned coach cook and i think this will be, holy shit, this will be a long one. Like, it'll, it'll be a lot of discussions after this because I don't think you could, this would probably take like 20 to 30 episodes to actually explain, yeah. maybe first treat it like a book where you, right. you explain a character. Let's Let's go into detail about what Coach Cook looks like, maybe do a couple impressions. Uh, so first off, how tall do you think he is? I'm thinking, I'm guessing like five eleven. Coach Cook, no, um, Coach Cook. So imagine a five foot nine white dude. Um, uh, is he? Uh, I mean, he. I would say other oh, did, for race. I don't. I, is is he white? Okay. Other uh, unknown. So, so imagine a five foot nine. With a wider, fair-skinned, fair-skinned other, <laughs> I feel like that's, I, I mean, unless you want to, if you, if you're determined that he's like, if you want to say Caucasian, that's fine, but don't know. All right. All right. Let me start over. Let me start over. All right. So coach cook, coach cook. Um, this could be honestly like a three part series, which I hope it ends up being. Um, you know what, after this, let's, let's do the description. And I think next episode fully into coach cook. Okay, so a little teaser. So we'll we'll go into Coach Cook on the next episode. Yeah, we, we're just putting the tip in. We're just putting the tip in, and then we're taking it out and then leaving. <laughs> Still a version, though. I mean, it doesn't. Count. It doesn't count. It doesn't just count. The tip. Well, we're we're soaking. That's what the Mormons call it. Where you just have you heard that about that shit? No, dude. Good for them. Get on. Where they don't have sex, but they put it in and they just stay there. They don't have sex, but they're just like kissing. Which I don't know. we can go into detail on. Uh, where did you hear this? Do you do you have a Mormon buddy that you work with or what? No, I've I've heard it on I've like read about it and I've also like heard it on multiple other podcasts about soaking. It's a real thing. And I could Google it. Let me let me Google soaking. Dude, my Google history is gonna be soaking Mormon. So all right. Well, this is about as this is about as official as C Murda's after he said the G word. <laughs> Do you remember uh, no. Seymour, uh, Carlton oh, Davis? Oh, yeah, Davis, Davis. Okay. So his 
his definition was off of Urban Dictionary, and so is soaking. But uh, soaking's definition is like planking, only your dick is inside of Mormon. Okay. So it's not like a push-up, it's a plank. You're just you're just in right. there. Right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Uh good for them. You know. Uh All right. I knew so we as have soon as I was Coach born, Cook. I should have been Mormon. Coach Cook. Yeah. Five nine. Question mark other question mark race. Now it doesn't the race doesn't matter. It really doesn't. But we're trying to get a descriptive. He's fair skinned. Yeah. Just He's so not he Caucasian. He, he could be Caucasian. He's fair skinned. Right. If I were to lean, I would say probably has some. He's got a mixture of things in there, but I would lean towards him being more white than anything else. But I'm not fully jumping on board saying that he's just Caucasian. You know, if he was on a resume, probably put another. You know, whatever. He's five <laughs> foot nine, about 150 pounds. 150. Um, he's like he's about like one. If I were to guess, like 130. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. He he's did a skinny. little bit more he's drugs skinny. than. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's we don't know he did drugs. Come Allegedly. On. Uh, Allegedly. All right. So oh, five foot nine. We didn't even explain who Coach Cook is. So we'll do the description and then we'll go into what he is. Okay. All right. So uh, we got to even go back. So Coach Cook was our eighth grade football coach in Little League, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we. So our little league, our football team, we grew up in a predominantly rich. Um, I want to say completely middle, rich. I'd say middle to upper middle class area. With I mean, right. there were people that had beachfront property. So we live. Can we state Florida? Yeah, yeah, Florida. Florida uh, near the water. Yeah, and uh, so the community is really good at like some baseball, just rich sports in general. Not so good at football. Let's be honest. Let's be. Just no. blunt, straight to the point. No. Uh, trash at football. And this is something from, uh, you know, from seven years old all the way through high school. Uh, just just ass. Just ass cheeks. I think it was just more of a cultural thing. No one gave a shit about football. Like, ah, right. So nobody gave a shit about where we, where we played. And this coach, nobody gave a shit of the coaches that they hired. They didn't even hire. It was no, just this like, was a volunteer job. He wasn't making money. <laughs> Absolutely no money and no background checks. Am I right? No background checks? No, because I remember there was one coach. His name was like Coach Stone or something. Rock. And, Rock. Rock. Yeah. And yeah, Coach Rock. He was like, everybody was like, yeah, dude, he's the best coach. And his teams were trash too. But uh, I remember he was always a coach. And then one, I guess for some reason he got arrested again or somehow he made the paper and he, but there was not, not off a background check, but I guess, after he got like put in the like you know how they do the paper like you get like the some of the Sunday new like they'll always put like the drunk people like the DUI like faces and, yeah I guess he got arrested and then they finally did a background check and he'd been arrested like a handful of times coaching like yeah. on I understand like changing your life around being arrested like you could still coach kids in sports if it's not like something that you probably shouldn't like I would say if you got caught one DUI I would say you could still probably coach kids, you know, like that's, yeah. that's one mistake. I think there was like domestic and stuff like that. Yeah. It was like, so what's like drugs and to, domestics. What, what people have to remember is uh, 10 to 15 years ago, world was completely different than it is now. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just look at a kid wrong, 
you, you're going to jail. Um, you know, so what if you, you know, you fucking, you punched a kid or two, you know, a big deal. That was Coach Rock. That was Rock. Yeah. But we don't know that for sure. But, I never had him, but I, I remember everybody was like, hey, he's the best. He's cool. Like he, I remember, like, wouldn't he, like, they would come out to, like, really cool, like, popular songs during their games. And he would always coach littler kids, too, right? He wasn't, like, because I think he was always, like, younger. I don't, I thought he was always, like, Coach Cook level. Oh, shit. I don't know. You were, so I moved in to where we lived at, like, in fifth and sixth grade. So you were always there. You So you started there. So you would know yeah. better than me. But so terrible situation for football no one gives a shit right uh so eighth grade maybe we should preface because we played out together in sixth and seventh grade and i think we had to combine like five wins out of like 20 games so we're like five and 15 or some stupid shit like that maybe yeah did, did we play six, in six? yeah it was like mighty mites right so uh so the probably the average win total Three wins. Uh, for the whole, three for wins. the whole uh, city that we played for would probably be two, one to three games uh, in every division every year. And the crazy thing is we actually had every time there would be diamonds in the rough, like good talent on every team, just coaching. And it would always be someone's parent coaching the team. Right. And so in eighth grade, we there was – Coach Cook, who the year before we were in seventh grade, he was coaching. So it was set up where JV and varsity for Little League, which is sort of fucked up because I would not play if I got put on JV. I don't know if I don't know about you. Like if I was like middle school, you can't make the fucking varsity football team. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know. I would not play. That I would probably consider a different sport. Yeah, that's another thing. So our eighth grade year, um, it was allowed for ninth graders and eighth graders to play in that same division. Uh, and our team, we had what, 30 something kids. And we had four kids that actually were in high school in ninth grade. Every other team that we played against had like eight, nine, 10, 15. And you we actually, and you don't, and it wasn't by age. I don't think, I think it was by grade. My, my, I don't remember, but all I know is we had four. We had uh, Fabrizio. Remember Hopkins, yeah, Hopkins. Fabri- so Fabrizio, the whitest kid you'll ever meet. Um, and I think he'll take pride in that too. I think he'd be the first one to agree. Like he is the whitest kid you'd ever know. Um, and he went to school in the hood too, just because it's like a magnet program or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, Hopkins, like you said, uh, Hopkins had-, had a full get up goatee. Yeah. <laughs> At a, you know, and uh, who else? We had Leo. Um, oh, yeah. Leo, not really sure how old Leo actually was. That's that's what I'm saying. I think it was by grade and not by age. But there was a weight limit. Was the but the yeah. the thing about we were in the eighth the eighth and ninth grade league, and the weight limit didn't it go up after like every four weeks it went up by ten pounds. So no, like, it was it was even dumber than that. It was like every week it would go up by like one and a half pounds or something stupid. So like, like that. yeah, so we do a 10 week season. And so it started, I think at like either one, not, so, was it 190? I think it was 190. No, it was 185. Maybe. Cause you have linemen. We had some big, like not big boys, but like, I think it was like 185 or let, let's, let's assume it's 185. So it's going up like one and a half pounds. So like that, and including the playoffs, but 
at like the it would just go up to a point where it's like 200 pounds so you're going against some big dudes for in middle school yeah i think i weighed a buck 60 at the time i was actually tied for uh the the skinniest person on the team (laughs) i was 120 i was one i think it was 125 or 130 so you're about what 60 to 80 pounds under the weight limit Um, yeah (laughs) how did you used to weigh in all right so whenever someone (laughs) we we really i'm telling you we really have to just deep dive on this because it just sound we just need to give them a little tip but the little tip i think i'll explain how i used to because every time there was a weight limit you'd have to weigh in um and it would just go you'd have to be just go by number so the last right you would do it by number because you'd have people that were close on weight or who haven't ate in like a day like dehydrating themselves so they can what so that like you have to the goal was to take as long as possible to for the early people to weigh in so those people still have more time to like run around and sweat it off and shit and uh so what i would do to weigh in so i was like 125 to 130 pounds so i'm easily i'm in the eighth grade i was like fucking i actually hit a growth spurt which it's yeah. depressing to call it a growth spurt from like i think in eighth grade i was like five four or five three or five four i mean dude i jumped up to five eight at a certain point so that's a huge growth spurt but eighth grade I was like five three and 130 pounds and I would you know how like how like MMA and boxers will just completely strip yeah I would I would go straight into my boxers and flex on the skin <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you could have weighed in with two fifty, you know 50 pound dumbbells basically yeah. and then yeah because that's that's what used to happen. You used to have three opportunities to make the weight. Um, and kids would start stripping just to, you know, kids would go down to their balls, which to me, I don't know how that's still a thing. That's, there's no way that's still a thing in today's. Oh, no, not with. No. So this was pre-Paterno. So I th- imagine, yeah. imagine shit changed. Because there would be like, there'd be like two coaches from each team in the weigh-in room. And I can't imagine like, you know, just like, Oh, dude, I'd be like, dude, fuck it, dude. It, are you telling me that your boxers weigh that much that you have to go full nude just to weigh Also, in? no. You know what's bullshit? It, do you really care if a kid – so you, it's really child abuse. I would I would put yeah. it higher because, all right, so they have to meet 190, and what if he hits, like, 196? You're, and he's and you can tell that he's, like, emanciated. Is that how you fucking say it? I don't fucking know. I don't know. impediment. But like he looks, he looks like shit. He's been trying. Let yeah, him play. Who fucking cares? We're not. It's this is stupid to limit a kid to his weight. Like you know, like hey, I know you're a big kid. You're growing. Um, you're going through a growth spurt, puberty. Uh, you can only be one ninety. Sorry. Yeah, yeah that's sorry. fucked up. And then there was a weight limit on ball carriers in Illinois when I like played football. Yeah, that's stupid. Nope. I get, I get. You want to protect the kids. But at the same time, you got to protect the kids in other ways, too. You can't make them. I, I had to run 30, 30 laps one day just to, like, lose weight. And that's the thing is you have a bunch of idiots out there that don't know what they're talking about, like, on how to Hon- lose weight. Honestly, if I, was a, if I was a parent, if you're not making weight, you're fucking it. – it's not worth it because that's – cutting weight is ter- – like, that's terrible on your body. And then that's the like thing. Like, that quickly. 
that's the thing. We talked about these coaches, they're volunteer coaches. Yeah, and you're they have treated, no yeah. knowledge about anatomy, no knowledge about nutrition. No, they're not qualified to be like, yeah, you need to keep running with there's there's kids that run with trash bags around them, just like they're fucking it's it's yeah. dangerous, it's stupid, and the, the people that are in charge have no idea what they're talking about. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw this on uh, 60 Minutes one time. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah gonna they watch they watch like a fucking uh, documentary on like Kurt Angle or some shit in the U.S. Olympics. They're like, well, he did it, so he, yeah, we we need to treat let 12 year olds cut weight. Fucking dumb. It, it, it's it's just dumb. So yeah. this is the preface on how dumb and how dumb people organizing it. I fucking love Little League football, though. Uh, but Coach Cook, uh, before our year, he coached the JV team yeah. for the eighth grade, which was called Midgets. I know it's called – I guess we – do you want to just call it the Little People League now? Or are we just going <laughs> to – No, we can still call it Midgets. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so eighth and ninth grade – was midgets and uh so he coached jv the year before he was always a jv coach right he was always the jv eighth and ninth grade midget coach they gave him he would never be he was never the head coach because there was always like a parent or something right. that like basically there's had, always somebody else that wanted to be okay the varsity coach he didn't have any kids playing there was always somebody was the, else he, that wanted to be the varsity coach let's call it how it is they didn't want him to be the varsity coach. No, but because he, there's always he somebody was just else. volunteering, and he had no kids doing it, and he didn't even live where we lived. He commuted like forty minutes to practice <laughs> to coach yeah. here. Yeah, which is kind of it. It does sound a little odd when you when you put it that way. Um, so th- that putting it together, and I'm spitballing forty minutes yeah. because. It's it's a good thirty at least, yeah. Now, well, he was coming from rush hour too. The practices would start at what, like five o'clock, and so we'd come back from six. school yeah. six. Yeah. So this is a guy. I think he worked at like Comcast. He was installing your dish for you, and yeah. working that working that nine to five. After that, having to commute for a volunteer job, forty minutes, then forty back. This dude, fucking probably getting back at like ten o'clock at night. You know. Well, not just that. Um, so there are a few players on our team that we'll get to later down the road that he would drive 30 minutes in the opposite direction um, in the hood and he'd drop them off. He, and the first week of practice, we might have had players that might have been. Oh, I forgot about those people. Uh, <laughs> the one guy was like 17. He was like, yeah. like 6'2", 230. Yeah. <laughs> This is a song for another time, and honestly, I'm down to go into it. We're, next episode, we can piggyback off of this and maybe just sort of summarize what we've gone through now. Right. But this is a story that, I mean, it needs to just... It might be a 3 It needs to be told. Series. And while we're doing it, I'll try to reach out to him. We can. We might be able to get him. Can we uh, Can we get one of his, uh, his prayers on, on the line? Can we... Yeah, so speeches. we got to a point where we would practice for maybe 30 minutes and we would have would start to practice with like an hour speech, do practice, and then end the practice with like an hour speech. 
I think he might have watched any given Sunday way too many times or remember the Titans too many times. <laughs> no, no, I don't think he's ever seen those movies. He just, you know, that's just him off the top of his head. Also, just, all our playbooks, we figured out later on in the season uh, that his playbook was just for Madden. And also, we haven't even gone over the guest book thing on the... Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. There's, we'll get to so, that. there's so many good things on here. So uh, all, all those people from Ohio... I'm telling you, dude, this is worth a listen. Uh, yeah. But I, it, it would take too long. We're doing a disservice on the actual story. But this is this is basically like serial, dude. Like the Adenon murder. It's it's like the same thing. This the coach cook eighth grade football year because we'll it, have to... there's ups and downs. There's laughing. There's crying. Uh, there's police involved. There is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a uh, fucking crazy story. It's a tragedy too. Um, I think we could almost get like ten people from that team if we reached out to them. Yeah, we'll have to get other people's accounts. That'll just make it that much uh, that much more legitimate. Um, you let me know when you want to go on this because this is going to take at least half the day to talk about. Like this is going to be a long. We're going to have to split it up into like three or four episodes. I would almost even more because I want to get everybody's account because I want to start. I need to write it down. And go from, because we've already prefaced on, I don't even know if we went in too good into Coach Cook. And I think we would go into, if we got him on here, we'd go into his backstory. We'd be like, just straight up interview him. And then we have Coach Cook Sr. Talk, get him on there. I'd be if we get him on here. But, you know, we are the number one podcast on Apple and Spotify. Spotify just released the new charts and we yeah. actually trended number one for the entire weekend. So yeah. In Ohio, think, right? In Ohio. The whole state of Ohio. The whole state of Ohio. We're, I mean, I might become a Buckeyes fan, you know? Yeah. Uh, go Reds. Go, go Bengals. Um, Blue Jackets. Go Indians. Is it, is it okay to say Indians? Is no, that... no, Blue Jack is, is it Blue Jack? No, it's just the Blues. No, that's Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets. Okay. Um, can I take a break? Can I take a break real quick and grab another beer and take a piss? And then I have, speaking of football, my mock draft 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, uh, give it five, five minutes. minutes. All right. Five. So it's eight forty five my, eight forty my time. So nine forty five years. Okay. All right. Break.
do we go? Where do we go now? Where do we go? Yeah.